You're listening to episode 28 of the Juto Podcast. On episode 28, I'm joined by Gold Star Mom, Kelly Barnett, who also happens to be my sister-in-law. On this special episode, we discuss the life of my nephew, Sergeant Darren Taylor Hoover, his love for the Marines, his selfless sacrifice, his love for family, and so much more. We hope you enjoy the show, and thanks for stopping by. All right, guys, welcome to the Junto Podcast. I am here with my lovely sister-in-law, Kelly Barnett, uh, Gold Star Mom, and we're going to talk a very, very special episode, probably the most personal episode I know that I've ever done. And, uh, you know, the purpose behind this podcast for me was just about to have conversations that people might be able to listen to, that they can relate to. Maybe they're going through something in life or whatever the case may be. We're always talking about stuff. But but this, if you've never tuned into this podcast, I want to encourage you to do this very special episode. We're going to be talking uh, about my nephew, Kelly's son, Sergeant Darren Taylor Hoover, who... Um, was one of the 13 uh, that that unfortunately uh, was taken on August 26, 2021. But before all that, he was my nephew, and I know he's your son. So let's yes. talk, uh, Kelly, a little bit about Taylor. Uh, let's talk about his personality, because I want people to know who my nephew really was. <laughs> Tell us about Taylor. He's a goofball. Um, now, he is... I know people, you know, say that or think that maybe I just because of what happened on August 26th, but he's definitely a hero, but he was a hero way before that. Wow. Yeah. He was always beyond his years. So mature, more mature than me, Um, but definitely a goofball. He liked, he was a movie buff. He was, I I mean, I I think y'all saw a little bit of it, of his craziness, but he, um, I mean, just like Jim Carrey, he could he, wow. could, he could sound like anything, quote movies. Yeah. And he was hilarious. I love him. And uh, he was a good kid. Anti-bully, anti-mean. Yeah. But it's hilarious to say that because you talk to all of his guys that, you know, that he trained and they're always like, Staff Sergeant was, was Like, was are you serious? Crazy like that. <laughs> <laughs> they probably saw a whole other side to him, yes. which is awesome. And you know, that's how it yeah. works, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I, I could imagine... Uh, we'll get to his military career right. in a little bit, but I can imagine you have to put on that. You do. You know, you're the leader. You do. You know. You do. But uh, a sweet kid. I mean, you know, he was a sweet kid, but he was very much about the business that he was had to do. Mm. But always a sweet kid. Always so fun-loving. And, I mean, he was a godsend for me wow. when the girls were little. Yeah. Taking care of his sisters. Um, like, like I said, he was just so mature, but a goofball. Always wanted to be a Marine since he yeah. was a little boy. Um, they never played with Army men. Sorry for all you Army people. <laughs> they were always Marines. I Marines. Mean, since, Sorry, yeah, guys. always Marines. I mean, even when, five. Yeah, since he was two or three, they were Marines. And I don't know. I mean, his favorite movie was Starship Troopers. I would so do. maybe. I, don't I, know. Know. I still watch that movie every <laughs> time it comes all on. All the time. But that was his favorite. And I mean, I, I don't know. That and Jurassic Park. and But it was always Marines. Yeah. Always, always. Uh, you know, you guys were in Utah when Heather and I started dating, but yep. Taylor was still very young when yeah. I came into the picture, and uh, I definitely claim him as my nephew. And I know he claimed me as oh, his yeah. uncle, which oh, is yeah. amazing. But 
we didn't get to spend as much time, but the memories that I have of Taylor, uh, you know, I take it back to that stone cold Steve Austin, you know, and we were, you know, what we did when we were kids, I guess when we were young, we'd make movies. I yeah, guess you have yeah. TikTok now, but we didn't have that crap. Yeah, yeah. You had to set up a camcorder and like, you know, it actually took effort and then you couldn't just edit it on a phone like you yeah. can now and make it look good. But, uh, we we did those crazy videos yeah. where I was a rock and Taylor was stone cold and then Brett was the ABC Hilarious. kid. Oh, throwing each other Hilarious. around the rooms and uh, Taylor had that you know he was that strong yeah. silent in that in that particular <laughs> video you yeah. know he's playing that strong silent role uh, and I love that about him but you know. Every time you guys would come down, it was just a big deal. You know, Taylor would come down, and yeah. over the years, you know, we'd see him, and then as time goes on, you hear, man, he's in the Marines, and then we'd come down, and it's like, oh, wow, he's on a special assignment. And yeah. what I know about Taylor, like, he always wanted to be, like, right in the mix. Tell us about oh, that, and tell us how, how did he... I mean, when did he know? Because I know it was like immediately after high school that he joined the Marines. But tell us what happened in Taylor's life when he really made that decision to go and serve his country. Um, well, 9-11 affected him um, a lot. And I think that's when he made a decision. Um, I don't know if you remember. Do you remember he always wore that silver bracelet? Um, yeah. It was a 9-11 memorial wow. bracelet. He wore that since, from the time he joined the military and got that. When he, you know, found that those were the thing in the military to wear those bracelets, yeah. it was nine eleven, and he wore that. He was wearing it the day he was killed. Wow. I have it, and uh, but it affected him, and uh, I know that it, that day kind of set it in motion. And then, you know, he talked to me when he, when his, we was, he was in high school about wanting to join, but he didn't know for sure. Man, was it going to be army? Was it going to be marine? It was just army marine. Yeah, it wasn't. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> it wasn't the others. Sorry, guys. No. And then he. Um, the the recruiters came to the high school. He made friends with them. You know, he'd go. He would um, go out and runs with them and get yeah. to know them. And then he made his final decision. He's like, I'm doing it. Wow. And so he, he got into the the Met program and yeah. That is crazy. Yep. My earliest, some of my earliest memories outside of you know him coming down and us doing, you know, we'd do the typical that we'd play paintball and we'd get yeah. all crazy. I, <laughs> you know, and looking back on that yeah. now, I could see how serious he was because, oh, you know, oh, we gosh. we yeah. set up, you know, little uh, fortresses and, and we'd, we'd get on teams and play in paintball and, man, he was into it. Was you it know? back behind your house? Well, we did was it one time back behind okay. my house okay. and then when uh, Billy Ray, your dad, mm -hmm. when they were building – it was like all open back there, yeah. and we did it one time back there, and we separate in teams, and we get a plan together. And I mean, it was intense, you know. Uh, they're yeah. they're they're playing to hurt you, man. Oh, but yeah. it was a good time. But I can see how how all that translated into what he yeah. ended up doing as a career. Yeah. So. Taylor was in high school, and yes. like you said, 9-11 happened, and it was pretty much like immediately after he graduated that he enlisted, right? He did. We kind of um, had a talk to talk with him, and uh, uh, me and his dad were separated at the time, so Taylor agreed to stay, you know, just wait a year or so before, mm -hmm. after he got out of high school to make sure it was right for him, and he never wavered. He, he wow. wanted it. He wanted it. So he, um, in January of... Uh, 2010, 
Wow. He joined the MAPS program, swore in. And then, you know, the MAPS program is basically you're in. Yeah. You sign, but you, you know, you work out every, you know, like three days a week with the Marines and all your paperwork's done, but they give you a date to go in. Yeah. And so he went in on September 13th. Goodness. Um, of 2010. And... September of 2011, he was in Af- Afghanistan. So wow, yeah, that is yep. crazy. Yep, graduated boot camp uh, December 10th of t- 2010. Wow, that is just so. crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. It all happened so fast. You know, as his family, we always knew when he was deployed, but you know, we we really never had a grasp on what it is he's doing. You yeah. know, because you you. <laughs> You, you would come in, you weren't living here at the time, yeah. uh, but when you would come in, you'd give us the information. Of mm-hmm. course, we'd process it, but unless you're inside of that, unless you're really in it, you don't really know what all that entails. But I, yeah. And it's crazy to think about, because I always remember, like, this would always come up when you would come in town, whether Taylor was with you or not, but you'd always say, yeah, he's, I mean, what he signed up for, it's like really serious. Yeah. And, you know, it's crazy to think about that because yeah. uh, looking back now, it's like, my gosh, like he really gave everything he had. He did. You know, he, he didn't he did. sign up for the bull crap. You know, he didn't want to be. You, we you had know. to talk about that. <laughs> what did you tell him? What did you advise okay, him when I he was doing all that stuff? I can't say some of the stuff? words, <laughs> but I told him. If you're going to do this, you're going to give 100%. Yeah. And I said, yes, ma'am. And I said, in boot camp, in SOI, that's the training after boot camp, yeah. that school of infantry. I said, when you're in there, I said, I don't care if they beat the crap out of you. Wow. Dad. I said, you let them beat you down because I'd rather them beat you down and teach yeah. you. And for you to, it could become second nature to save yourself. Yeah. Rather than somebody in Afghanistan taking you and. Wow. I said, don't be a. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead on, girl. I know. I'm not going to say it, but I said, when, I said, when you are on the ground, I want you to picture me looking up, or I want you to picture me up, you know, looking down at you yeah. saying, get up. That's it. That's, That's exactly choice words, right. Get up, and you do this. Get your... And he promised, and, it, and he told me that it helped him every step of the way. Throughout his it. career, it helped him. So Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so he signs, you know, he enlists, and then a year later, he's already in Afghanistan, and he did oh, yeah. overall what three tours uh, in Afghanistan? Well, or? he did his first two were in Afghanistan on the gotcha. ground, um, and then he did two MUs, which are cruises, which basically they're on a ship. Um, they go to different countries, stay for you know certain amount of times in each country according to what they're doing there. Yeah. And then this last one, <clears throat> he was sent to Saudi Arabia. Wow. But he his. Um, platoon was sent on a special mission so he was on a ship um from may of of last year until um the end of july and he then he went to saudi arabia for i think he was there a week and a half two weeks and then the afghan they were sent to afghanistan goodness but yeah two the two first were afghanistan on the ground that's crazy um I remember when he would come in, because Christmas, obviously, when yeah. he was available, come in for the holidays. But uh, <laughs> I remember one time he showed us, like, some pretty intense video yeah. of of combat. And that's the first time it yeah. became real for me. i like, wow, my nephew is, it's like, in, in yeah. some yeah. 
Yeah. And dude, you know, it it literally changes things. I don't I don't know as civilians if we really grasp some of the things our servicemen and women are doing or what what they're forced with and what war is really all about and you know, uh I know I always just remember thinking, wow, you know, he's been able to still be himself. I know I know you can't be in war without it affecting you to some degree. Everybody is affected. It it's, it changes you. It's got to change you, but uh I just remember thinking, wow, you know, he 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 is level-headed for what he is doing. And I remember watching those videos, of course, was with Jared, your brothers and yeah. my brother-in-laws yeah. and we're all watching that and we go out we're like we're like, damn, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is insane what our nephew is doing. And uh, yeah. uh, I know Heather and I would pray protection over him and things of that nature. Uh, but tell us about that. I mean, how did you process all of <laughs> what, I mean, and it, maybe he, I don't know what he showed you or not, because he probably didn't want you to worry. But yeah. how, do, how did you process all that as a mom just being a mom i tell you the the, the first deployment i was a nervous wreck every day i prayed hard mm. every day wow. several times a day um it really became real to me first at, at his first deployment when i was on the they got the first deployment was crazy we did, i didn't get to talk to him but maybe once every three weeks wow um, cause they didn't have, there was no cell phones yeah. and when there was, but not that they all had. Right. Um, and there was no service over there for a cell phone if they had them. Goodness. But he would call it, they would take turns on a satellite phone. Well, it was his turn. He would usually call me. It was in the middle of the night. Yeah. You yeah. know, it was day, morning <laughs> day to, over there, oh, yeah, in the middle exactly. of the night here <clears throat> or afternoon there. And I was talking to him, asking him how he's doing. He was a baby then. Right. You know, right. 20 years old baby. Goodness. And we were talking and I heard this huge explosion. And I'm like, Taylor. And it went silent for a minute because there was a delay. That delay was so hard always on that phone. And he's like, Mom, I am fine, but I have to call you back. No way. There was just an explosion. Everybody, I'm fine, but I have to call you back. Click. And I didn't hear from him for like another two weeks. But apparently there was an an explosion outside the the wire, which is the gate, the the fence, Mm -hmm. and to the the base. And, uh, you know, not... Fortunately, it was someone putting an IED that had blown themselves up, trying to put oh, it wow. there for our men, but he had blown himself up. But, I mean, processing things like that, I didn't get sleep for the next two weeks. I was, it, yeah. I was, it was insane. Yeah. Um, that first deployment was so hard. The wow. second deployment was a little bit less because he was up on a mountaintop. Yeah. Looking down at a valley, you know, he was, you know, they didn't get much action. They didn't go, go many places off of that base. But that first deployment... They were always out. They yeah. were always out. And he was um, the lead on point looking for IEDs. God. Looking for IEDs. That was his job. Doesn't get any more dangerous no. than that. I mean. I, it was. I, and when he tell, would tell me that. I, I can't, and there's so. I got a lot of pictures from um, one of the, the, the war horses that trained him. Mm-hmm. That first deployment. That first deployment made Taylor the Marine he was. Wow. He, is, he was. And uh, his sergeant, whom I love, I've, I've been to visit him, um, Velasquez. Mm-hmm. He is the best, one of the best men you'll ever meet in your life. Wow. But he was always with Taylor. He was a sergeant. He was always with Taylor. And he gave me these pictures. I, I Jeremy, I'm not lying. There are probably 100 pictures of him and Taylor out front 
there's a point. There, people are taking pictures mm-hmm. of them, and they're searching for IEDs to make sure that their men behind them didn't step on one. That he cleared the path. That, you know, if they found one, yeah, they had to dig it out, dig around it, point it out, and make sure everybody knew what it was, not to step on it, you know, go around it. Mm-hmm. So that was. I, looking back on that, I don't know how. I don't know if I processed. I mean, you learn more and more as you go. Exactly. As a parent in the military, what everything means and how. And, right. And, and they get more and more where they'll tell you more. You know, um, when they get home, they'll tell you more. Exactly. But I don't know how I, I, I process it now. They're like, oh, my gosh, what was that kid doing? I know. <laughs> but, yeah, he uh, he he had a crazy job that first time. You know, I'm, I'm just sitting here processing everything you're saying, and I'm like, like (laughs) you you know who signs up you know what i'm saying like taylor always had that i I don't even think bravery is the word it's something extra it's i don't know Uh, he was always willing to do and that that, i mean that's when i think of my nephew that's what i think of and and, and even before he passed. That's the image I had of him. Yeah, freaking hero. Like, yep. dude is on the front lines. He's gonna do what nobody else is willing to do, and he's gonna do it for his men. He's gonna be there, and he's gonna lead his men. Like that's that's. Yeah. And I I figured that out, you know, as he got older and he was progressing in his military career, and he would come down and uh, tell us a little bit about yeah. what he was doing, and. It, <laughs> He was always so humble with it, though. Like, he, he never wanted to, like, just... He will tell you what he's doing, but he's not just going to give you, you all the... Di- exactly. You had to ask, yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. Because <laughs> he's not going to say, dude, what we have to do Guess is... You I do. Yeah, you know, exactly. He never. He never, like... I wish he would have sometimes, but... I know. Because I, I find out more and more from the men... Because he was in um, four different groups. Mm-hmm. Um, his career started with 3-7... And then he went to uh, MCRD, which is a, um, which is um, where he went to boot camp. But he mm-hmm. was like a training specialist for a short time. Then he went to three five because he couldn't do without the infantry. He wanted back in, so he went wow. to three five. And then he went to two one. Two one. And all of them tell me all these stories. I'm like, my kid. He didn't tell me nothing. He was doing this <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like he never told me nothing, man. Like yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe maybe it was just a way for him to cope, or maybe he was just able to shut it off. You know, maybe when I think he did. You know, I think he did when he was with family. He wanted that's he wanted that. Well, he wanted to be with family and and chill and and be like it was when it was just you know us. Absolutely. So. and that's one thing about this family. It you know from a larger, there's something very special about our family. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I, I credit that, you know, Billy Ray and Janie, my mother and father-in-law, Janie has gone on uh, to be with the Lord. But they really they really instilled uh, very, very deep family values. And Taylor had that, you know. And we we all kind of have that. That's something we still tr- strive to keep going. Yeah. But, you know, that when I think about Taylor, you know, that's part of his legacy too, you know, being so deeply rooted yeah. in family and nieces and nephews. And, of course... Let's talk a little bit about this because, man, his sisters, he... Ah, That's his world. That is so hard. Uh, how how have they dealt with all of this? <clears throat> to be honest, um, it's been tough, Jeremy. Um, 
Tori's got, I mean, when we talk about it at, at the beginning, um, it was it was a little easier because we were so focused on you know hearing her people tell us you know where do you think he is what you know what do you think he's doing um i can feel him mm-hmm. and now a lot of it has turned to anger absolutely um, we're trying to work through it um ally's gotten really quiet tori's gone the opposite and gotten yeah. really if if in a way it's good because you know our family is deep rooted christian faith but we always have a good time, but it's the Christian faith comes first yeah. and what we do and what we say, what we feel. And it's kind of, she's gotten a little, <laughs> a little angry. And, you know, I, you know, we're, we're working on that. I mean, I'm sure that's a natural thing. I'm sure it's normal. Um, and as for me, I can feel both, you know, I've gotten a little bit quiet at times. I've gotten angry at times. Um, but I've kind of come to the, to the realization that, you know, I know where he is. I know that he's happy and safe Mm -hmm. and that he loves us. Um, You know, what happened is crappy. What happened was wrong. How it was done was wrong. But right now, Taylor left a letter. I know I'm all over the place, but it's coming to one thing. Yeah. Taylor left a letter for for us. Um, They do that when they go on their appointments. They write Mm -hmm. a letter to whomever they want in, in case something happens. He wrote one. Um, to um, to us that stated, you know, how much he loved us, a lot of other things. But he said, I want you to live for me. Do not live without me. Wow. Live for me. And so that's what I'm trying to do. I've, I've decided I want to go on some adventures with Taylor. That's what I did this last weekend. Exactly. With the skydiving. That was me and Taylor because we were supposed to do that when I turned 50 wow. a few years ago. Um, but we did it. He was there with me. And, yeah. And I plan on living for Taylor, for him to see things through what I'm doing and for him to be there. And exactly. that's, that's what's going to keep me going and keep me grounded. Yeah. I think But that's what I've decided to do. Yeah. So. And, and I think, you know, you hit the nail on the head as far as emotions. I think a lot of that is normal, but this yeah. is, there's so much that, you know, it's one thing to grieve a loss, but <laughs> I, I, I want people to understand that this is not normal. Like what what we are experiencing as a family is something very few people experience. I mean, yeah. just not, people die in war. That's one thing. But, you know, when you hear about things and then when you get into the political side of it and I, you know, you share what you feel comfortable with. But, man, there's this part of you that, like you said, it is so freaking crappy, you know, and you think about that. Yeah. And I remember we were, we had just gone to bed. Yeah. And it was Thomas. And, uh, you know. He called y'all. Yeah. He called. Heather answered the phone. Gosh, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. And I knew. And, and man, you prepare yourself or you, you think, because they tell you, well, you know, Taylor is on the front line. Something could. But you you never really process that it could actually happen. Yeah. You know, you know that it's a possibility because yeah. of the dangers. But as civilians, we, we can't really wrap our minds about around what's really going on. But I remember uh, the call. And then, of course, Heather's reaction told me everything I needed to know. Um, which was, you know, it's not something you ever really get over. I don't think we'll ever be over no. it. You know, I think we just learned to, uh, 
to live life in the new normal, whatever that is, but you never really get over it. So yeah, talk to me about that. If you want to, you know, tell me about that. That's one thing I I wish people, I know people I'll get into that, but I wish people would ask me more questions about Taylor. I know people um, don't know sometimes that they, when they approach me, they don't know what to say. Right. Say, ask me, ask me about Taylor. Ask me anything. I, that's, what I live for now is to be able to talk about him. Wow. Sorry, just to put that in there. Yeah. <clears throat> um, let me talk about that that whole situation. They were there, I think he was there a total of seven days before it happened. This um, was in Kabul? Uh, yeah, Kabul, okay. Afghanistan. Um, I think seven days before August 26 happened. Um, what they would do, they would, um, they were in, um, you know, like I said, 2-1, Golf Company and Echo Company. Taylor was in Echo. Um, they would take turns at the at Abbey Gate, um, and the thing that that makes me so angry about it is yes. that they had these Marines basically acting as judge, jury, and executioner. Mm. And when I say executioner, I don't mean they were hurting people. Right. They had to decide who got through and who did not get through. These were Marines. They were yeah. not trained to. Okay, let me see your paperwork. Yeah, I got to examine exactly. your paperwork. While ever, these people are handing their babies to them, they had to stay in the ditch, basically, is what wow. I'm going to call it. It was a canal, yeah. a ditch, while they handed their babies over. Yeah. And these Marines, these beautiful Marines, there were some Army and, and Navy in that there, too, so I can't not speak of them. They would hand their children to them because they wanted them out of there so bad. These kids were not trained to do this. These were do, these were doing exactly. the job of of the um, uh, government employees would do. Yeah, I mean they how and, in the and they world? had to defend themselves. I mean, Jeremy, they were as close as me and you. Yeah. to these people that they didn't know if they wanted to kill them or not, or if they really wanted help. Yeah. They had to judge this in two seconds. These 19, 20 year olds had to judge this, yes. but they had to protect themselves yeah. at the same time, and they had. A football field away, mm-hmm. not even a football field, uh, probably half a football field away. If you look at the schematics of the all the paperwork that we got and the maps that we got, right? They had set up um, a, a chevron, if you will, a chevron shape mm-hmm. of um, kind of like storage containers that you would see on on the back of a train, mm-hmm. and that was this it, like this, right? Okay? On the other side of that was the Taliban. Wow. That was a Taliban checkpoint in this canal, okay? Marines just on the other side of that. On the other side of that is where we could defend ourselves and where we could do something. On the but other you side couldn't of that, cross that line. The Taliban were over there. They could kill people. They could beat them. Right in front of... Right in front. They and couldn't do, do nothing. Thing. They could not do a thing. Wow. And, so and was these, that going on? Yes. Where they di- yes. Taylor said... Sheesh. To Nicole, he said... I cannot wait to get home so I can feel human again. He said, the things that I've seen happen, I, I, I never want to see again in my life. I, I cannot wait to get home. Wow. Um, and so these Marines were, they had to protect themselves, protect the people that they pulled in. Um, they had to check credentials. They had to, yeah. um, you know, if, and if, if they checked their credentials and they they passed their checkpoint, and they went down the road to the next checkpoint, which was the State Department that should have been doing all this in the first place. Right. Um, 
if the State Department turned them away, guess what the Marines had to do? Wow. They had to make walk them back out, these families. They had to walk them back out and say, I'm sorry, you have to go back out through the Taliban. You're, you can't come. You're not. Anyway, the whole thing was completely ridiculously It done. is ridiculous. And, um, he knew it. They all knew it. But they had to protect themselves. And they had to get as many people out of there as they possibly could. Now, from Taylor's first two deployments, he did have he the things that he saw, the things that these people did to each other. I'm talking about the Afghan mm-hmm. people. He did have a strong dislike for their way of life. Right. I'm trying to put it as yeah <laughs> as nice, as, as, nice as possible. Yeah. Um, but this changed him as far as these people need my help. Wow. I got to get them out of here. Mm. And his men would tell me that he barely slept. When he was out there that day on August 26th, he he was off, not off duty, but he was supposed to be napping. He was supposed to be getting rest because he was. it was not his their turn to be at the gate. Yeah. It was golf company. Echo was not at the gate. Um, but he was out there because there was, you know, a, an interpreter that he had known from his one of his first two deployments. Right. That he was getting, you know, information, information from the states. Yeah. And, you know, on his cell phone, because he had service on his phone, and he was doing this on his own time, trying to get this interpreter out of there because he knew he, would, he was going to be in trouble wow. if he didn't get him out. Um, that's why he was out there. Goodness gracious. So he, I mean... I could wring his neck, and I'm probably going to. And I can see yeah. his face when I get there. He's yeah. like, Mom, hi, Mom. <laughs> um, but he was out there on his own time all the time, according to his men and according to his lieutenant, because he said that he, he saw his mom, his sisters, his nieces in that crowd, and they deserve to have a life. They wow. deserve to live and to be able to have a good life. And he would always tell his men, you know, come on, let's – Let's do thirty more minutes. Let's yeah. do an hour. Yeah. Let's let's get out there and just get some more in. And, right. Um, he they said that he was doing that the whole the whole week that they were yeah. there. Talk and about a hero! Like that's a whole nother level, you know. Yeah. Uh, man, I I can just the compassion that he had. God, it's he exemplifies in every way what a true hero is. You know, we watched that. Um, was it the Pentagon that, or or the briefing that was done? I think you yeah. sent a link, yeah. so we watched it. We we yeah. saw because they showed some of the pictures of what you're describing there, and uh, I remember thinking, like, "Are you kidding me? Like, there's no separation from." It wasn't. It was me at that door from where the guy stepped up, and and yeah. it's just unreal. And they I had no. There was. I mean, there's no way for them to have protected themselves. I think that's the hardest part for me. Uh, is just is just knowing how sloppily, you know. Yeah. I've, yeah. I mean, that's a good word. You know. I mean, it's like okay, let's just do this. I mean, it was just like, and they they knew. I mean, Taylor, his. I, I, I'm gonna <laughs> give him some praise again. He, how frustrating it must have been for him because he knew that this was trouble. This was not right. This is My not gosh. how you run this opera- no. operation. And he had, I've had so many people, um, lieutenants, captains, because he was a war horse. That's what I call him because mm-hmm. 
basically the old ways of the of the Marine Corps. Um, he was one of the last, and they knew it. Wow. And he had been on the ground. There's not very many left, Jeremy. They have been it. on the ground. Um, they would come to him, mm-hmm. ask his opinion on operations, on training, on you know what do they what do the boys need? You know how is this? How does this? You know this this training look? And if, right. if there was something that he knew was not right, they would take his word for it, and they would change their training. They would wow. go. Off of what he said, and these are these are captains, these exactly. are lieutenants, these are gunnies, these are people way above him. Yeah. Um, but he, and he wasn't like he never talked about that. Um, sometimes he would tell me his frustration that you know a certain you know yeah. captain, a certain lieutenant, whatever, <laughs> that they they had never been in combat before, yeah. and he was just frustrated because, you know. But they he said that they would listen to him and you know, at least take his, his advice on Absolutely. most things. Um, but I mean, just his frustration. And I think that's another reason he was out there. He wanted to watch his men. He never would give an order that he wasn't willing to do himself. Exactly. That he hadn't done before. Um, that, you know, if he hadn't done it, he wasn't going to tell somebody else to do it. Yeah. And yeah. he would never give somebody an order. If he was scared to do it himself, he would never wow. make somebody else do it. He was with them crazy so such a crazy ordeal you know it seems so surreal 13 like that that's just what we kept saying like what are the freaking odds 13 and he's one of and he's one of 13 yeah i i still don't know i still don't know that i I can process it you know i still think i'm like but i know it happens everything's happens for a reason there was that that was his time there was a reason i know it is but it's just it is hard to process yeah it's extremely hard to process and i don't know how you're doing it as a mom but you know i don't either (laughs) to be honest i think jeremy i sit there and in my mind i'm like this cannot be real and then i'll see I'll see like something that somebody has sent me, you know, the, the great people of this country have sent me so many things. I'll see, um, you know, a wood carving that they've sent me. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I get that feeling again, that sinking feeling. This yeah. is real. Yeah. This is my life now. This exactly. is real. This happened to my child. And I mean, I do that every day. It happens to me every day over yeah. and over, mm-hmm. probably about three times a day. Reality will hit me again, but man, it's just insane. Yeah. And yeah. You, you know, we can drive ourselves crazy. Yeah. thinking about that I, I but it it's just crazy to think but you're right you know we have to believe uh that that everything happens for a reason and uh i know that there are so many people obviously our family included that you know we're not gonna let his story uh nope go you know it it has to live on uh his memory what he did the selfless acts the 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 way he cared for his men, uh, you had the opportunity to uh, take us all out to California last year. We went to Pendleton and all that. And man, what they had to say, uh, you just, you get goosebumps. I'll be honest. I, I don't think I've ever seen or felt a brotherhood yeah. like that, that I felt when, when I was around Taylor's guys and then to hear the stories yeah. Uh, and the respect that they had for him, and uh, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. 
Is there anything you wanted to share about anything they told you or, or just being around his <laughs> men? You know, I mean, because I know you felt some comfort, too, just being oh, around his guys. Every, and, every, when I went and when I'm in their presence, I always there's such a, I mean, it feels like somebody's just hugging me. Um, such great. I mean, there's these crazy Marines that will go through a wall if they have. Yes. To, but then they're so sweet and there's somebody's baby. You're like this. <laughs> I mean, they. I mean, they go out. They yeah. They do have crazy weekends, but yes. the, but they're gonna be right there for yeah. any. You know, I. But yes, I feel the the most comfort. But yeah, they tell me some great stories about him and and how much they knew how much he cared about them, and that's all he wanted is for what he taught them to make them better. Yeah. He celebrated in their success. Wow. He didn't care about rank. Yeah. He didn't. Yeah. I mean, if you're a private to a lieutenant, a captain, he's going to treat you the same. He's going to give you the same respect until you do something that makes him, like, slap yeah. you a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, but he he cared for them so much. I am still so astonished that he cared for his men so much that they really felt it. They knew they it. They really did. They knew it, 100%. Like, they got tattoos. Like, they all got oh, they, matching they tattoos. And it was, like, yep. the cards. Uh, yeah. uh, and uh, yep. I remember that. And just the stories. And you, you know he had an impact. Yeah. And I think he's still having an impact on their lives. I mean, yeah. once you're in the presence of somebody like that, and then you yeah. see the selflessness, and then yeah, that never goes away. You no. know, that's going to be uh, something that was part of their lives forever and yeah. i'm thinking about to the honor that uh was bestowed upon him at arlington you know you never want to for a loved yeah. one but man to think that wow you know my nephew is right there amongst the great the greats, the greats. and he is a great yeah. you know and this how many people came jeremy i was <laughs> I was in shock. Look, I couldn't process it. I still don't process people it. People kept coming to the door. For, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like whoa. So I was blown away. And you know how I mentioned he was in the four different um, battalions. And mm -hmm. all, they were there, people from uh, groups from every battalion. Yeah. And they all wow. had the same, the same story. Yeah. How much he loved his men and how good of a person he was and that, he just was a true leader. Exactly. True leader. I mean, a leader, I, even before he got rank, he was still yeah. a leader among his peers because he did it the Taylor, the Taylor yeah. way. Do exactly. it the Taylor way. That's my thing. That's what I Come tell on, myself all the time. Do it the Taylor way. Do it right. Do it the Taylor way. Yeah, yeah I see him giving you strength. At, at oh, what, when 100%. you did your skydive, so I was like, man. I, I couldn't I, have done it without <laughs> It's no. like no. <laughs> unreal. What advice... So, Kelly, would you give somebody, maybe it's not a loss through uh, means of military, but yeah. a parent that has lost, mm -hmm. you know, lost a child, what advice or word of encouragement would you give them if for somebody who might be walking through, through a loss, you know? Um, I'm, I'm going to say a lot of prayer, pray a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, it's hard to give advice because every I mean, it's the same losing someone. It, it, there's that loss, but it's just so hard to yeah to pinpoint one thing I want to say. Right. All I can say, and it goes back to to this, just your faith, believe. Yes. I, I could not make it without my faith. 
knowing that Jesus lives, mm. knowing that he is there, that Taylor is with him, wow. that Taylor is okay. Jeremy, that's the only advice I can give yeah. is to pray. You got to reach it. You got to reach it. Otherwise, I, I, I can't can, imagine. I feel so bad for people. And, and no, I don't judge them. I don't look down on them. I, I feel so bad for them that don't believe what we believe that mm. we will be together again because I don't yes. know how I would do it. Wow. I don't know. I, I wouldn't be able to get out of bed every morning Goodness. if I didn't have that belief system. Yeah. But again, because I know Taylor, the way Taylor lived, the way he loved, the way he protected me and the girls, I know there's something else. There's something else coming. Absolutely. I know he's there and that's how I make it through my day. Exactly. And so. you have been nonstop. I mean, it's, there has been so much honor bestowed upon his name. I mean, you're literally, it seems like you're at one event it, after another. Yeah. And I hope it keeps going. It, help. it does help. Absolutely. It does help. But the people are still doing that. I want to talk about the scholarship, too, because... <laughs> Uh, what is the name of the scholarship? I, I, I'll probably say it wrong if I... Ta the Staff Sergeant Taylor Hoover Memorial Scholarship. Perfect. Isn't that what we need? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Look, and I say that too because uh, for the local people, we are uh, we're going to be putting on the 5K. Uh, if you haven't already heard, that's going to be September 3rd this year. And the proceeds to that are going to go to the scholarship. So uh, the website is, uh, yeah, you can say it. Just say it. Yeah, <laughs> just say it. What? Taylor Hoover Memorial. Yeah, and Taylor, we, yeah, and every every bit's going to that. So hopefully yes. we can get more than one. Give out more than one. Hopefully we can give out yes a, a few. I mean that would be great to help. And it's not going to be based on grades. It's not going to be based on, um, you know. That what the schools require it's going to be I, I want people based on their character yeah um, based on their service based on honor courage commitment wow um, that's what we're going to base it on awesome so you know I hope that brings more people you know wanting to apply for for it but yeah I hope we're able to give away a few absolutely few. keep that in mind taylorhoovermemorial.org the 5k is going to be September the 3rd. That is going to be at West Memphis at Worthington Park. It's going to be food trucks and merch and all of that. Speaking of merch, you can get, uh, I'll put the link to this. This is the US 13. This is a special made hat for Taylor. This is his hat. Uh, so I, I rep this every time, but uh, I'll put the link to where you can find this hat. And we want to encourage you to, to order one. It's not about the merch. It's not about uh, any of that stuff, but it is about honoring uh, a true hero. And I, I, when I say that I know he's a hero, it's not just because I, well, he was, I know, <laughs> I know who he was and I know what he was about. And uh, all of my earliest memories, you know, Taylor was enlisted serving yeah. his country and uh, he, he paid and gave the most, the, the ultimate uh, for, for our freedoms. And I pray, I pray that that, uh, man, I pray it changes somebody's heart and somebody's yeah. mind. We need to, we need to really think about our servicemen and women. We need to include them in our prayers, and not only that, but the families, the families who have to suffer when their child is deployed, and then maybe a, a family that gets a call like what we had to go through. It's it's life changing. So yeah. please keep them, uh, please keep them in your prayers. 
Kelly, tell us one last thing or okay. any final thing that you want people to know. If they, if if you want them to talk about Taylor, what is that one thing or any final parting words that you want to <laughs> say about Taylor? Um, it, it's funny that you say that. I was going to tell a story. Please do. <laughs> I, I want you because you told me when you came in here you had one. Well, he there was a when they were ramping up. Um, you know, their, their training, getting ready for the deployment because they do have a ramp up. You know, they have they go through certain trainings before to get them ready. I mean, he was going through a lot of. Uh, he loved his guys, um, and and I, I and, and he he loved all of two one. You know, yeah. his his platoon was special to him, but he loved all of two one. But there there was a, a few week a few months there where every weekend he was called back to the base because somebody was doing something. <laughs> <laughs> something they weren't supposed <laughs> to be doing. Now, I don't know how they did this. It's yeah. hilarious, and he was so mad at me because I was laughing and telling him how funny it was and how hey if they got if they okay. <laughs> He got a call, yeah, and and his his uh, fiance Nicole said that his face just turned white, and he had he said she said what happened what is wrong, and he said slip and slides and strippers, oh and she's like God. what do you mean, <laughs> and he said they have snuck slip and slides and Snickers uh, Snickers <laughs> strippers on the base. And they are slip and sliding on Shut by the barracks. Up. And he said, I got to go get them and get them off base. And oh, I'm, my I'm, and gosh. So he had to go get the strippers off base, get rid of the slip and slides. That is hilarious. <laughs> that's just one. There were so many other things. Slip and slides and strippers. Yeah. I don't know. The more I think about that, that's a pretty good combo. No, I'm just kidding. That is hilarious. Yes, so he had yes. to go play dad and, and get did. them off. He, for those two months <laughs> – Eight weekends, he had to play dad. I mean, he wow. had to play it all the time. Yeah. But he had to play dad. And there's another story. To yes, that tell it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he, he got mad at me because I was telling him how funny that was. And I'm like, that's something. I, w- I would want to see that. <laughs> You're right, I would want right, to pay exactly. to see Marine strippers and slip and slide. That's hilarious. And how they got that past the guard. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. But his frustrations, he's just like, I can't. I can't. He said, if, if I can't get, if I have to go back again, I'm <laughs> Dude, that is there so were some funny. other things that happened, some accidental discharges with some weapons. And, no, I mean he was at his wits' end. Yeah, his wits' end. So they they told a story. Um, his lieutenant told us this story, how Taylor got so frustrated, but he loved these guys, but he was so frustrated with yeah. them that he created. Um, he had a few mantras. Movement is life was his big mantra. Right. And yes. I can, we can talk about that. I want to talk about that. Yes, please. Um, but this mantra was something different. So they were in formation one time, and Taylor, Taylor, this is why I want to talk about him being the dad. His lieutenant, um, Lieutenant Bird, love him to death. Him and Taylor were very close. He said it was like a mom and dad situation. Taylor was the daddy, but he was wow. a staff sergeant. The lieutenant was the mom, but they had to work together. And this is coming from his lieutenant no that told me this. Yes, Taylor was yes. the daddy of that platoon. I believe it. And so they were in formation, and they had some newbies that come on, and he you know, Taylor was talking to him, going about his daily spiel or whatever, talking to him. And he said, t- called a newbie for it. He's like, what's my one rule? I think they were, they were going on Liberty. He called it Lebo. Okay. Lebo, but it was Liberty, They meaning they had the weekend off. Right, right. And so he was giving them the, the daddy talk. And he... Uh, <laughs> what's my one, yeah. one rule? <laughs> and he said, what's my one rule? You probably, Have you heard this? No, I haven't. And uh, the, the, the little newbie, the little, um, I think it was a private first class, said, Staff Sergeant... 
I don't know. He's like, I'm going to ask you again. And he's like, sir, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm going to give you a pass. He's like, he called one of the the corporals up. Yeah. And he's like, what's my one rule? He's like, Staff Sergeant, your one rule is to be a grown-ass man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and That's like, hilarious. You know what that means? That means don't do stupid stuff yeah. and take care of your business. Take care of your business. That's exactly yes. what I was going to say. But anyway, that's hilarious. And that's they always they it. always said that that uh, Taylor said be a grown Yeah, man. come on. <laughs> Handle your stuff. Yes. yes. That's funny. You know, seeing that or uh, picturing Taylor yeah. in that dad role uh-huh. and just that's uh, hilarious it is to me. Hilarious. It because is. he's such a goofball to us. That's it's what I'm it's saying. hard for, to see that people were like actually like kind of frightened of him. I'm like yeah, that's but, funny, but, dude. And they yeah. all were. They, like when they, we went they were. at 2-1 and we met all his guys, they were all like, you know, you could tell there was mad respect for oh, him. Oh, yeah. You know, they were just, scared to mess up. I don't think they were yeah. scared of him, but they were scared to mess up. To let him down. To let like him, to disappoint him. That's what they said, that his 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 look of disappointment was the worst thing that could happen. Yeah, yeah. From him was his Not worried about him being mad, but just yeah. feeling like you yeah. let him down, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I love those stories. It just uh, gives us a different view uh-huh. uh, of of Taylor and how he was around his men. Yeah. But that's cool, though. I mean, I think that's cool to to be the responsible one. And it's no surprise, yeah. you know, be, that I don't know that he just ranked up the way he did, I guess, and that yeah. he just moved on. Uh, yeah. had a really good compassionate yeah. care for his dudes because oh, yeah. you don't just play the dad role if you don't care about you don't care. your men yeah. you know what i'm saying you're gonna just discipline without care exactly that's, that's leading with authority not with uh not with heart not exactly with, yeah. so man that's awesome yeah tell us about this movement is life too. yeah movement is life i'm glad we're gonna end on that because that's that's very important now movement is life is life um he talks about it all the time. Mm. Now, in battle, I, you know, that did mean, you know, you got to keep moving. Keep yeah, your feet yeah. moving. In football, keep your feet moving. Right. But what it means as well, Taylor went through some hard times, you know, with gotcha. his divorce and everything. Yeah. He came through that like nobody I've ever seen in my life. Wow. I mean, because it almost destroyed him. Almost destroyed his it. career. Almost destroyed him as a, a human being. Almost destroyed his faith. Everything. Wow. He set his mind to... This is what I believe. This is what I know. Mm. This is not going to get me down. He kept moving. Gosh. He didn't stop. When things would knock him down, he kept moving. Man. He kept on going, and he pulled himself out of it. Yeah. And that's what, he, that's, that's what it really meant to him, is that you got to keep moving. Yeah. If you have a dream, if you have something that you know is right. Yes. If you um, want something out of life, you got to keep moving. You cannot stay still. And that's something that I'm afraid... Um, I've let happen to me a few times in my life. Um, another another mantra that Taylor and I that we talked about all the time was um, fear causes hesitation, mm. and hesitation can cause your worst fears to come true. Wow! And to me, that one and movement is life go hand in hand. Man. You got to keep moving. You got to take your opportunities. Um, when you feel something is right, Man. you got to do it. When you That's feel something it. is wrong, you got to go the other way. That's- so. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's so stinking true. How how many times have we not pursued a dream or a relationship or a business yeah. or whatever it is because of the fear? Yep. You know, and yep. or maybe, you know, I can see that movement is life. That's probably going to be my next tattoo, by the way. It's awesome. <laughs> movement is life. It means so much. It does. <laughs> and and it 
not only does it mean so much, but it makes so much stinking sense. Yeah. You know, because if you yeah. allow yourself to stay in a place of, call it darkness or Misery, call it, you know, if you're, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's going to swallow you, you up. It it's going to eat you. It and will. movement is life. I, I heard that and I knew that what was his motto or mantra, but I don't think anybody... I don't think it was explained to me like yeah. that. And that is powerful. It's huge for him. Movement is life. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be my next tattoo. So, yeah. unreal. Well, you know, there's a 45-minute podcast isn't going to even scratch I the know, surface on, on Taylor's life. And that is great. What he meant to us, what he means to us, uh, what he'll always mean to us, the memories and um, just his sacrifice. I just, I, I hope for anybody listening or watching this that you just really have an understanding of what what our young men and women uh, are going through and just keep them in your prayers and support them, support them emotionally, mentally, physically, whatever. And uh, I'm just honored, you know, losing Taylor obviously wouldn't be our first option, but... yeah. To know that, uh, man, he's he is a true American hero, and that is never, ever, ever going to be taken away. That's you right. know, that's awesome in that regard. So, thank you, brother. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you. Goodness. Thank you. All right, Kel. Well, thank unless you. you got anything else, we can uh, we can end it right there. I guess. Right. I just appreciate you keeping well, his name out there. That's all I always. want out of my life. That's it. That's it. That's what we're going to do. You. And uh, September 3rd, if you're a runner or if you're not a runner. Just uh, come hang with us. Come hang, yeah. man. We're going to be jamming li- uh, loud music, live music, be DJing. There will be some food trucks. Lots and of food trucks. Come, just come be part of the atmosphere. Uh, we want to we wanna honor Taylor, uh, and it's going to be a great time. So please keep that in, in mind. And we thank you guys for tuning in and listening or watching whatever you're doing. So <laughs> thank you much. Thank you for listening to the Junto Podcast. Be sure and subscribe to our YouTube page, Junto Podcast, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks again. We appreciate the support, and we'll see you next time.